Welcome to GoodBuddy's Market Pulse update for 15th of November. Every Monday, we provide a concise overview of the key themes driving financial markets and investor decisions around the world. We're joined today by Chief Investment Officer Bernard Swords. Good morning, Bernard. It was a quiet week, I think, last week from a, from a news flow perspective, but we did have some economic data pointing to more inflationary pressure. This theme is just continuing. Can you just comment on where your, your head's at around it? Yes, as you said, the, the main feature last week would have been the CPI release from the from the US, still showing a lot of inflationary pressure. It's still a dispute about transitory, but it is broadening out into, into more areas. So we're seeing it in shelter and accommodation and these type of areas that are that, that are more persistent. So it's definitely like the headline has moved up, you know, five six percent, and at the core level we're up over four percent now in the US, which would be quite elevated. But I guess the reaction was relatively muted in markets, and I think that's down to the fact that the Fed has said, "Look, we're not making a judgment on this inflation until the middle of next year." There are still supply chain issues, there are COVID-related issues that are pushing up inflationary pressures, and all of these could have dissipated by the time we got to the, the middle of next year. And they believe that it will dissipate uh, by the time we get to the middle of next year and we'll we'll go back to an inflation rate somewhere in the 2 3% uh, type range. So I suppose how much we can read in or should react to these inflation figures in the short term anyway, probably, probably not a whole a whole lot. Because as I say, the, the Fed has said we're, we're not going to be doing anything to the middle of next year. So uh, probably no point anybody else doing it, doing much about it until, uh, until we get sort of late Q1 next year, early Q2. We can start making judgments about what, what the middle of the year might look like. If it was the main feature, it's showing inflationary pressures. They're not going to go away in the next month either. We've got a lot of supply chain issues still uh, still around and commodity inflation still around. So that'll be in next months. But markets will probably be patient with it now and just, just wait to see how this evolves. Um, and we've been given the kind, kind of timetable of when to wait. And as I say, late Q1, early Q2 next year, really. Very good. Thanks for that, Bernard. And earnings season, I suppose, uh, is coming to a close or has come to a close and it was very strong. Um, no change to the earnings level for 2022. So so I suppose has economic growth peaked or, or where are we at? Yeah, I, I guess that that's a surprising thing. If, if we take the third quarter results, like in the US, uh, we're running at 43% year-on-year growth, which is 13% points higher than we we expected at the start of the reporting season. In Europe, we're running at a 50% year-on-year earnings growth, which is about 5 percentage points higher than we expected at the start of the reporting season. And yet, when we look at 2022 forecasts, they've moved them up by about a half a percent in the US and haven't done anything to them in Europe. Uh, so analysts are sort of looking at it and saying, well, what's going on in the world at the moment will pass and the earnings momentum that you're seeing will fade quite quickly as we go into 2022. They've been saying that each quarter this year and we've ended up with upgrades and I expect that's what's going to happen again. Uh, they're not, they're expecting too much of a fade in momentum. And I'd say we'll see earnings forecasts rising tail end of this year and on into next year. Uh, so it sets, it sets us up for a good good earnings uh, backdrop to, to markets as well. Yeah, on the economic side, that is getting better over the last couple of weeks. So we've better numbers coming out of the US. 
that softened in July, August, that they had their outbreak of the Delta variant and it was uh, disrupting the economy somewhat. So they're back on track and very strong growth rates coming coming there. Um, And probably we'll see more this week with retail sales and industrial production. In China, we also had releases just out overnight um, we'd be a better than expected retail sales figure we'd a better than expected industrial production figure uh, fixed asset investment was lower than expected but China which we've been seeing downgrades to growth rates uh, over the last couple of uh, couple of months this data may be saying that we're seeing the worst of China now it'll start stabilizing probably for the global economy the momentum is probably going to rise now over the next month but we would feel that it's peaking. It's going to peak in the next couple of months as the US comes back from its Delta Delta variant-related slowdown. The reopening fades in the euro area just due to timing and base effects, etc. So we'd expect, while growth rates will still remain elevated, uh, we, w- we will see the momentum slow as we go through December and on into 2022. And, and I suppose then, just in terms of our own portfolios and your thinking, Bernard, any changes as, 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 that you're making accordingly? Not at the uh, not at the asset level. Uh, so our equity fixed income exposure, we're keeping that constant. We still think it's an equity friendly environment um, due to earnings, due to economic growth, and due to very patient central banks. What we are changing, and we'd sort of done some earlier in the year, and that's moving our equity exposure out of early cycle type sectors and into sectors and companies that are produce more consistent growth through the cycle. Part of that, as I said, we're, we're seeing a peaking in the momentum. Uh, we'd start moving in this direction, then halted as we got a slowdown in the US that we knew we'd see a rebound from, so the momentum would come back. But we think that's peaking now, so time to shift that equity mix another bit towards, towards the mid-cycle and companies and sectors that deliver more consistent growth through the cycle um, and not dependent on what point in the cycle you're in. So it's a change in the equity mix no change at the asset level. Thank you for that, Bernard. That concludes this week's episode of Market Pulse. For further news and analysis on markets, financial planning and investments, please go to gobbly.ie forward slash insights.